Yeah, but I look younger than you, though. That's all that matters. Cap. That's all that all matters. Cap. That's mm. all that matters. No, no. But this, I, I told you before, this is a one time that we are going to be close in age. This is when I'm literally only a year older than you. And then it turns into two once my birthday comes around. Yep. How does it feel to be 30? Well, you don't look it. I always say that you you look like you'd be 25, 26 years old. That's the goal to keep it that way too. How does it? Do you like? I hate when people ask. Do you feel different? How does thirty-one? How does whenever it's your birthday? How does it feel being fifty-one? The same how I felt when I was two. Like, I was just the about to say. Like, I mean, yeah, yeah. I still. I mean, I still got to pay bills. I, <laughs> <laughs> I still. I still can't unalive people that I don't like. Like, I mean, <laughs> it's the same. Like I said, what, like as long as I don't look it. And that's all, and as long as you don't act like, well, you know what? I think of one of when people, when I was in my teens, I would think that 30s would be, I don't know, I always feel 30s to be old. Did you? Mm-mm. No, I always felt like 30s was like, like this, like this. What are you laughing? Why are you laughing? Why are you laughing? I was showing something I wanted to get to be loud. Oh, I can't mm-hmm. hear it, FYI. Oh, okay. I just it's to very sure. pronounced. It's okay. a very, <laughs> but it's your birthday. Stuff your mouth with nuts. Um, <laughs> I knew your bitch ass was gonna say something. I'm sick of your shit already. <laughs> so stuff y'all, your mouth with some nuts. I, I wish y'all could see him right now. He got this poetic justice poetic justice hoodie on, looking like he about to go take the SATs. No, you had it right the first time. I look like I'm about to fight. I'm not really having a good mm. um, afternoon right now, per usual. I had a beef with some coworkers. Um, but it's a, it's a birthday. We're celebrating, all right? We are celebrating. We can twerk. We can dance. What are you doing to celebrate your birthday? Tell us your plans. Um, um, I'm probably going to Well, I went to my therapy session. Got that out the way. Um, my friends are throwing me like a little... Uh, they rented me like this nice room. Um, for like this karaoke party I'm having. Uh, I got a cake with Janet Jackson and her titties on it. Uh, <laughs> Tell uh, them the album cover. It's the, it's the... Yeah, it's, the, it's her Janet album, the uh, Rolling yes. Stone cover with the guy, Renee, holding her breast and her hands above her head. Iconic yeah, al- it's an iconic yeah. photo. It's very iconic. Very iconic. Um, yeah. What else? Um, I mean, it's just so much stuff. Um, they're showing Hocus Pocus in theaters. So I'm going to see that. We're gonna do a haunted house, so yeah, we're gonna be we're gonna keep it very chill. I'm going to a, a spa by myself too, so give me a massage. I was telling you yesterday, I was trying to surprise you. I was looking at plane tickets on Friday, or was it? Th- it was a Thursday or Friday, um, but it just wasn't going to work out with my schedule this week, unfortunately. Yeah, I because I really TJ, wanted to come down and celebrate. Yeah. I told TJ what you said. TJ said, "Oh my God," he said, "I would have dropped everything to get Marcus." He said, "Cause." He said, you are so hard to surprise. So the fact that you would have, I would have got Marcus and we would have surprised you. He said, you would have cussed both of us out, though. I said, oh, yeah, I would have cussed you guys down to the ground. But I would have been happy, too, though. JT is not good with surprises like myself. I hate surprises. Mm-hmm. Hate it. But I think that I would have been, I mean, I was really, because flights were cheap. I'm like, but it's, I'm, I wouldn't give you atten- the attention that you deserve. Yeah, like, I mean... I don't feel no different. Uh, I always get like a weird feeling around around like my actual birthday though. Like, do you ever feel like that? Like, 
it's like if it's like your birthday's eve or something like that you just kind of just like i don't know what to do like it's kind of it's like it's like a, i just a honestly stopped getting excited after like 26 i was like uh it's whatever um i didn't even throw parties for like a good three years because I, I just the hype was over like it's yeah. just i don't know birthdays when you were ch- kids is something <clears throat> and then when you turn 21 that's exciting but then there's no excitement after that i mean you hit these milestones you 16 you start driving 21 I mean, um, 18, you graduate high school. 21, you start drinking. After that, it's like, what else are we celebrating? Right. <laughs> like, cl- you're closer to death. I don't know. Right. You're closer to retiring. I, I don't, after 21, it is, I, the hype really died down after like 25, 26 is when I stopped celebrating. I had my first I birthday party this year since, and I think the last one I was like 27 or 28. Dang, I didn't even celebrate 30. Ago. I didn't even celebrate turning 30. I just, I it just, I just, it doesn't get me excite, excited anymore. But what I do find exciting is just gathering because, you know, the older you get, the more your friends don't really, you don't really see your friends on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. So it excites me when we can reunite and we could come together. Um, yeah. And that's honestly the only time that my friends and I do come together is when we're celebrating each other's birthday. Yeah. I was about to say, I know like my friends and I like me, I'm, I'm like you with that. Like I really don't celebrate my birthday per se. But I think because my friends and I, we're all happy that, you know, summer is over, it's cooling down, we can wear like our fall fashion, we can do more stuff outside without getting too hot. So I, I feel like they'd be excited about all that, but the fact that my birthday is in the midst of all that, like usually all of our fall festivities start with my birthday. So going to the movies, haunted houses, pumpkin patches, all that kind of stuff, it starts with my birthday. So it's cool just to celebrate that within. So, yeah. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you have any, um, did you have any like hopes to like, when I turn 31, this is what I want to accomplish. Did you have any goals you want to set or accomplish during this year or anything you Honestly. wanted to reach by, by the time you reach 30, even though 31 is like an odd number to like set a goal for. Yeah. But did you have um, anything you want to I don't think, accomplish? I don't think I set any goals because I feel like once you set like a, a date on goals is such pressure. Like, and you feel like an epic failure when you don't accomplish it during that time. But one thing I want to see happen, That's true. like I, I don't go based off of, I want to do this by 31, 32, 33, all that. I have a list in my phone where it's like the things I want to accomplish. I made just a list of 30 things I want to see happen in my thirties. So I don't care what age that is. And one of the main things I want to do, I want to, I want to be, I want to be in love. Um, I want to live somewhere different and this is financially stable or in a different apartment State or, or country. Got State it. Or oh, country. I hear you on that one. Leave the country. Yeah. Leave this government is wicked. Our government is the most corrupt one. I think out of all of them. Well, actually yeah. I take that back. There's some in the middle Eastern that I can't get down with. But. Yeah. But, um, overall I just want to laugh more, you know, um, and just take in like all my moments and stuff and just make them count. Meet new friends celebrate and love on the old ones as well too and just mm-hmm. finally meet new newer friends in person and stuff like those are i mean just just th- things that will honestly it's healthy for my life yeah so yeah because i mean i got my head on straight i'm good with money obviously I, i'm always open to make more you know but um education all this stuff is good it's just you know just the, the spiritual things that count for me so i just pray for more for that within like this new decade of my life so yeah enjoy it and just enjoy it. i feel like every i can't believe i'm i'm obviously 32 but i still feel 25 i just can't believe i'm actually in my 30s honestly like but i just know, can't... like now 30s is like i mean i know they say you, you know you old when you start it's true new, what you're about to say is true it is but 30s is yeah. honestly the new 20s seriously mm-hmm. the, it really is 40 i'm sorry what 50s and new 40s it's like yep we yep our our 30 year old don't us as 30 we don't look like what 30 year old what 30 no 30 years old they were balding like. they used to wear sears jeans and sears clothing i'm still shopping at you know hollister i'm so young and these yeah, 20 year olds real dollar tree they was cheap back there and these 20 year olds they're kids in my eyes i don't care how old you are if you're in your 20s you are a child to me all right you are still i'm not in high gonna school. hold you yeah and these young 20 year olds and these teenagers they look older than we do no it's Seriously. these teenagers it's these fucking teenagers who but are looking they, older than us yeah but they they want but, to they, they, but they smoke all day they drink all day they dress Ugh. like bombs the best what they wear sweatpants all the time slides 
It's the vaping that gets me. That vaping, you know, first of all, the teeth gets yellow. Let's call a spade a spade. Your breath starts stinking. And then you do, I feel like the vaping just makes you lazy and just unmotivated. Um, But yeah, it's the vapes that I can't get down with. But I think by the time these teenagers who are vaping, by the time they get into 30, they're going to be looking like the 30 year olds that we were seeing when we were kids. So So we we were just an era. Yes. We were just an era. (laughs) So, we are yeah. a fashion icon. We are good looking. Yeah. Um, I just, it sucks for the next generation because you won't be yeah. as good looking as us if you Could smoke never. vapes. Could never. never. All right, JT, oh let's get to talking about some of these um, hot topics that we are going to be talking about. All right, the first thing I want to talk about is um, the Royal Housewives of Potomac. You don't watch, I watch occasionally. Everyone who followed me on YouTube for the six years know that I wasn't really a fan of Potomac Housewives, but I watched, you know, some episodes here and there, watch the reunions mm-hmm. here and there. Gordon Thornton and Mia Thornton. Um, we all know that they came on the show season six. They are married. Um, they have two beautiful kids, and now they just announced that they are separating. They separated two months ago. Um, Gordon gave this exclusive interview to TMZ, stating that he has he gave Mia a hall pass to sleep with other men due to his age and his him having prostate cancer. Um, he said that um, he told her that I know there's going to be a time when I won't be able to satisfy all your needs because of my prostate cancer. Um, he was fine with Mia having sex with other men, but he told her not to make it public. Well, he's now stating that she told him that she's leaving him for another man because he can give her sex and he has lots of money. Now, Gordon has lost um, his access to have money last year. His brother took control of his um, financial, um, I forgot, I don't know how his brother took control of his company and then blocked him from having access to his money. So him and Mia have been having financial troubles for a year now. And Gordon is stating that Mia is leaving him because he doesn't have access to that money anymore. And it's funny that, you know, he's saying this because when she first came on the housewives, the joke was that she got with Gordon because he had money. So now Mm -hmm. that he doesn't have access to his money, he's, she's leaving him Mm -hmm. for someone who does. Um, Like I said, they've been married for 11 years. They have two kids together, um, seven years old and five years old. Um, But he gave, um, he, he, I'm going to actually play um, his statement in um, a clip. So listen up everybody. I know there's going to become come a time when I probably won't be able to satisfy all your needs. I want you to know that I am okay with you finding what you need elsewhere. I only have two rules. One is don't give me a reason to look for it. Secondly, keep the kids out of it. As long as you'll do that, I'm fine. Now, what really aggravates me through all of this is that I've given her permission but yet she still chooses to sneak around, chooses to lie, chooses to continually change her story about what's going on and why she's leaving me and this, that, and the other, and actually not even telling me why, but she's told me, well, she's told me that this guy's her soulmate. I said, well, hey, you can have the best of both worlds. I've said you can see someone, just don't make it public, be careful, and don't involve the kids. Well, she still sneaks through, still sneaking around, and thinking I didn't know. I mean, I see the phone records. I pay the phone bills. My name's on the account. I see. And I see the calls at two o'clock in the morning and the times when I'm away from home and all those kinds of things. So I knew what was going on. But, you know, she she made the choice, I guess, to choose him over me. I do agree that Mia married me for my money and the, and the future that she thought I could provide. Yeah, I absolutely believe her leaving me now is tied to the fact that I don't have access to assets and my funds are limited at this point in time, that she now has access to funds. And this guy that she's seeing, she believes has access to funds. And I think she's leaving me for that reason. She's mentioned that they're going to be buying a house together and doing businesses together and other kinds of things together, which tells me that the interest is based on monetary gain from the relationship. So I absolutely believe that she's leaving me because she sees an upgrade. My desire is to never, ever, ever be associated with her again beyond our co-parenting situation. If we end up getting back together, it would only truly be for some advantage it would give the kids. It wouldn't be for love love on my part because right now I can't trust her. 
I don't believe what she says. I don't believe that she loves me. Um, all right. So he says that he doesn't want not, nothing to do with Mia um, other than having anything, you know, talking about the kids or whatever. I, I'm not surprised that Mia got with him for his money. I'm surprised that she's leaving him because he doesn't have money anymore, especially when you are married to someone for 11 years and you have two children with them. It, it just right. says a lot about you. And especially if he has prostate cancer, of course he can't give you sex. You know, when you have prostate cancer, it affects the, for men, uh, well, men only can have prostate cancer, but it affects men to actually get erect or aroused. Um, and so that can be, you know, a downfall in people's marriages because, you know, a lot of times people want to make love to their spouse. Um, I don't know if I, I mean, I kind of believe, I, I want to say I believe Gordon, but then I don't want to believe Gordon because it, it's like I said, it would be sad if Mia is leaving him because he mm -hmm. has no money. And this says a lot about <clears throat> her character. It's very, very disgusting of a person to just use somebody for their money. And then it's to me, because I would, if I was Gordon, I would be like, so these 11 years and our two children, that was just all because of my money. It was no love in between. Like I would be right. really questioning our entire 10 years of marriage yeah. and our children. Who, I what how, man? How they, I wonder how they would go in, in divorce court though. Like, I mean. Well, because I, I know when people cheat on you um, or whoever cheats has to pay alimony in, a, in the end. Um, but because he gave her permission to start having sex or dating other men, maybe no one will have to pay alimony. It is alimony. That is the correct terminology, yeah. correct? Mm -hmm. When someone cheats on, okay. So yeah. maybe nobody will pay alimony. Um, but in this video statement, it sounds like he is really, really done with her. He, it sounds like he doesn't yeah, he want said, nothing. Yeah, he nothing to do with her unless it's something for the kids. Like, he does not want anything to do with her. And the crazy part is, this is not happening on the next season of the Potomac Housewives. The separation happened after filming Wrapped. So I, I, it, it sucks because I, I just know that I felt like if this was happening during the season, the women would have ate the, the season, the women and the fans would have ate Mia's ass up during the, mm -hmm. during the next season, which premieres November 5th. Um, I, I just really want to know what the other women, her, her co-stars are thinking of everything Gordon is alleging. They're probably going, going to um, heavily, I wonder, I wonder what they, has production. They may do what Atlanta did. They may go back and like do like some pickup shoot. Oh, oh, I mean, record people's reaction. That is, yeah. oh, maybe I can see that happening. Yeah, like what, what happened you, with Drew, with and, Drew Ralph. and Ralph. Yes, right. and then uh, also to keep in mind, they got to do the reunion too. So you know it's heavily going to be talked oh, about there as well too. Definitely for sure, for yeah. sure. Mia hasn't spoken out. Like I said, this interview just <clears> happened <throat> either on Saturday or Friday. It happened over the weekend. I can't think what day. But Mia hasn't said anything. She hasn't really denied any of the claims that Gordon is saying. Um, Mia, you, you need to say something quickly. You need to speak out. If I, if you have um, an agent or a producer, not a producer, an agent a or a publicist, um, they should advise you to say something because it's not looking good on your end. It's look, it's really giving off gold digger. And it's, it, to me, when I look at you, I think of someone who has a cold heart. How could you be just married to someone for 11 years and have two kids and not have any love for that person? Especially when, when you, when you have your vows, through rich or through poor, that is part of the vow. You are, you are, like, it says in the vows, you were committing yourself to this man um, through sickness or through death. He was that's sick. He has prostate wedding. cancer. Yeah, Come that's on. my wedding. I'm going to say for richer, for richer. Because, so if you get poor, I could just be like, you know what? I didn't agree to this. I say for richer, for richer. So you're on her side. I'm going to start calling you Mia, you go digger. I'm going to start not, calling you Anna Nicole Smith. Side. I'm a star calling Anna Nicole Smith because that's what Anna Nicole. You know, you remember Anna Nicole Smith? She yeah. married that old man, and then she R. ended up losing anyway. She didn't get none of his money when he died because she purposely married him because she knew he was dying and she wanted to be on that will. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just viewing Mia differently. Um, well, I never really got into her because she is a liar and she is a really dingy. But I, I just. She's I'm a light skinned girl. She's the one who was actually alleging to have um, an affair with Peter. Thomas from um, Cynthia's ex-husband from Atlanta Housewives. Yeah. He was making a uh, he made an appearance last season, and um, it was being alleged that Gordon and Mia and Peter had a threesome. <laughs> so Ooh, she um, tore up. I want to say tore up. She's pretty. You know, she's not tore up. Oh, what picture is, are you looking at? Picture. I'm looking at a better picture. Yeah, she's pretty. She's, yeah, she's beautiful. Pretty. Yeah, she is. 
Okay. And it's funny too because her she actually had a couple of chiropractors um um businesses she's and only one was thought you she thought she was older? 48. Yeah. She does look like she can be in her 40s. I was thinking you yeah. could say 50s. She does look she does look like late 40s like 47, 46, but that's because of all the botox and plastic surgery she has. Yeah, I was about to say cuz that cheat. Um, but the fans actually like her because of her ditziness and her and because she cuz she is always caught in a lie, but fans find that funny and amusing. Um, so maybe fans will find that amusing and funny um, that she used Gordon for his money. I don't think and that's it's crazy. Gordon is 71 and she's 38. Yeah, that's there's a 33-age gap between the two of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. Indeed, indeed. All right, next to- uh, topic. Something else that's wild. Jason Derulo. Jason Derulo. No, Derulo. All right, we're not going to say Derulo. Derulo, because that's exactly what he is. He's actually being sued by a female artist. Her name is Emazra Gibson. Is that how you pronounce her name? E-M-A-Z-A. Emaza? Whatever. Okay. Well, he's being sued by Amaza, um, an artist that he was actually managing. She is a, she's alleging that um, he was trying to have sexual relations with her instead of being her manager. Um, she made a statement saying, I've dealt with um, inhumane work situations. I'm at this point where I'm back to zero and I have nothing. So the two met in 2001. He um, asked her to create a mixtape in four months. And then he was supposed to produce an album in six months. They signed a deal and she was excited for a new start. Um, then that's when Amaza um, started alleging that Jason was inviting her out for drinks and she will always say no because she wants to keep a professional relationship. Well, then he would bring the drinks to the studios. Like, if you're not going to go, you know, have drinks with me, I'm mm-hmm. going to bring the drinks to you. And she felt like she felt a way about that. She wanted to keep it strictly professional. She wanted to work and not, you know, be cozy, cozy and start a relationship. Um, but because I guess that she felt peer pressure, she did actually start to drink at the studio. And she said that she was given large amount of alcohol. Um, and then he started to do cocaine in front of her. Ooh, and then when he cocaine. did cocaine in front of her, that's when he started to get um, advanced and get really direct with um, um, pursuing, um, pursuing her sexually. Um, every time that he pursued her, she would deny his advances and then he would get upset with her and start to punch objects around the room or, or wherever they were. So she said, um, a situation happened in the studio, a situation happened in the car, the situation happened in the club, the situation happened at a, um, a restaurant. And, you know, she keeps giving him another chance because, you know, when you, when you have a manager, when you are, you know, being assigned to a music label, you actually want it to work out. Um, so I guess in June, 2022, a year later, um, he went into a rampage when she, um, um, denied his sexual advances again. And that's when she was fired in September of 2022. Um, the lawsuit that she filed, she says that her termination was, um, she, she wasn't, she didn't have any, um, any right to be terminated. Um, he was unprofessional during the entire year that he was managing her and she feels like he wasted her time. Um, Jason did put out a statement denying all of the charges. Did you listen to the statement by chance? No, cause I, <sighs> all right. Well, good thing I have it. Here it is. I wouldn't normally comment but these claims are completely false and hurtful. I stand against all forms of harassment and I remain supportive of anybody following their dreams. I've always strived to live my life in a positively impactful way. And that's why I sit here before you deeply offended by these defamatory claims. God bless. It's the God bless that made me feel like he's guilty. Shut the fuck up, Jason Derulo. I don't believe a word you're saying. In fact, when you give an apology like that, I feel like you are. First of all, if people who saw the vid- who, people who actually saw the video clip, he's actually reading something like a script. You can tell he's reading from. He sounds like he's reading. From I was a script. He doesn't a, sound. I was waiting for me to talk because I was going to say this sounds very much scripted it doesn't sound yeah. genuine if you are really no if you're innocent yeah. no so to me it just shows like you are guilty and i'm actually on a mesra side but since i did enough talking what is your thoughts about it like i guess i feel like we're in a time and that doesn't mean anything really for real, but 
we're just in a time where people do speak out against, you know, and I guess no shade to him because he has had some hits that I like. Like Riding Solo is my song in like, what, 11th grade? 12th grade, but um, you're getting me. I'm, that was a corny song. Are you serious right now? Man, that was my song because I was the first one in my class to have a car, too. Hmm. At I'm 12 years old, I, I said 12th grade. Oh, I think it's a 12 years old. No, but um, I just I don't know. Like, first of all, working under Jason Derulo, mm, cheap. Well, but, first of all, um, I never even I didn't know that he manages anybody. I mean, to be I honest with either. you, I don't think that his career is even top tier to where That's he should saying. be managing anybody. Yeah. Like, Jason, where's your it. career? Shouldn't he be having your manage your own career right now? Even though, I mean, I, I think he is really uh, financially stable. I, I will I, say I know this, that too. His, hmm. his TikTok, he made a lot yes. of money off of TikTok. And then also, yes. too, he has had a top hit, I think, in every, in every year since he's debuted, I think. That would be a stretch. I would say no, no, no. one hit. No, 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 that's what I'm saying. Like one hit a year. I'm not saying like just no his hit. entire career. I don't know about no. multiple hits. Talk dirty, riding solo. What you say? Um, uh, he's corny. In my head. Yeah, he's very Mm-mm. corny. He's corny. He is so he's corny. corny. I, I I don't know who's listening. Riding. I mean, talking dirty. Talk dirty. Actually, I think I did download, but that's the only Jason Derulo song that I've actually really liked. I I, I don't like him. I just feel like he's really corny. His TikToks are really good. He's really, really good with editing and chopping and pacing and things of that nature. But other than that, bitch, how are you managing someone else's career when you need your own career managed? All right. Yeah. Remember that movie, mm. Cats? That was a flop. He thought that he was going to be the next and Will he Smith. Was, and he was Rom Tom Tugger, my favorite one. You like that play? I like the play. I don't. I didn't like it. I walked literally. I walked out of the movie theater. I, I stayed just to see the Rom Tom Tugger scene. And after that was over, I, I left and got my money back from AMC. No bullshit. I went to go see it on Broadway and I never mm-hmm. knew the concept behind Cats and I was so excited and I left out thinking, what the fuck did I even fucking watch? It was terrible. So then I was like Googling reviews because I'm like, maybe because I went to go see it with my cousins. We all were like, what the hell did we watch? So when I was looking up the reviews, Cats is one of the worst Broadway plays out there. I didn't know that. Like, yeah. I mean, it's successful, but a lot of people do not like the storyline. It's hard to follow. It's um, yeah. Yeah, I, is a curious cat. That's, that's my, I'm like, I'm about to put, put down my playlist. That's my. That's song. I'm surprised that you said you um you know the characters and you like the song because I, I I did not like the play at all. I was so excited to see it. I love a good Broadway. That's my song. There you yeah, go. T- that's my song. That's my playlist. Oh Lord Jesus! Don't support yeah. Jason. Is Jason singing about- it? Well, I'm not supporting the movie one. I'm talking about the Broadway one. I, oh, all right. Yeah. Please, please don't support Jason. No, I, I don't. I didn't like the way that he that he even sung it either. He tried to put like a little pizzazz on it, and it just gave Dollar Tree. He is Dollar Tree. I, I but you yeah. know, I've always said this. I'm surprised that his hers his. <sighs> let me not say in career. I'm just surprised that he is as famous as he is because I just mm-hmm. never saw that spotlight in him. He just gives me like he like never had star. He gives me like the character in a Disney movie that's a pop star. Like you know yes. how Disney Channel has like mm-hmm. that pop star in movies. Mm-hmm. That's what mm-hmm. it gives me. Like maybe that's like a good two girls are they're like maybe like two girls are obsessed with him. They want to meet him and all this kind of stuff in the Disney movie. Like he was he reminds me of like a Disney kid or like a teen a teen flick like pop star. But like in the real world pop star, I just don't. See you. and I love Jason Derulo, and I will say he's very attractive. Very attractive. Uh, did you just say you love Jason Derulo? I do, Jason Derulo. Oh my God! I was just literally about to say that I don't see how he has so many fans. I just, I don't. He don't give it to me. He's never gave it to me. He's attract. Yes, he's attractive, but so am I. I don't think I have the star talent, and he doesn't either. I, I just, I. He's just corny. I always wanted him to just go away. Um, and I feel bad for this girl, Asma. I really feel I bad if, if, yeah. if, if this, what she's stating is true, if it really did happen, it's sad that she wanted to be taken serious by somebody. And this is her experience. Um, I will and, say and, this too. The hmm. reason, another reason I think I believe, I believe her, to be honest, I mean, she's Jason Derulo. I mean, what... 
what reason do she have to lie on you? You know, I know. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then plus, what was she early, mm-hmm. Yeah, wasn't it earlier this year or was that last year? He got to fight in the airport because someone called him Usher. I'm like, that's a compliment. I forgot about that. That's a compliment. What? That was in Vegas too. That was two years ago, I think. Yeah, I forgot I about that. that. Yeah, I mean, it was recent. It was recent, but um, I mean, I could be getting my years wrong. I yeah, he's just whatever. He can go away, jo- Jason. Um. Pay this girl what she wants to be paid. And Esmeralda, I hope that someone does manage you with the next soon. I hope that your career does take off. I want to hear your voice. She's a pretty, pretty, pretty beautiful she woman. She is. I thought, yeah. Very beautiful. Um, but um, yeah, I'm just really shocked that Jason is part of this Me Too movement now. He got Me Too. I never would have thought that he would have just because he's so corny. Because um, he seems like a nice person. But this is, just shows everybody. Everybody who seems nice in front of you has a dirty has is hiding something in their um, closet. So, um, I hate a pervert. I'll say that. Yeah. All right. So another person who is receiving backlash is Andy Cohen, Mr. Cohen from Bravo. Um, so last Wednesday, Heather DeBro and Jenny McCartley, who I am a fan of, Jenny. I always love Jenny. Something about her just seems so. She just seems so genuine. I would love to um, meet her. Anyways, they were on Watch What Happens Live, and Heather DeBro, she's from Orange County Housewife. She sold her home for fifty-five million dollars. Now, this was like a storyline on the last season of Orange County Housewives because of the amount of money that she sold her home for. So on Watch What Happens Live, um, you know that he always has like, these little corny ass games. Games and yeah. these characters be asking um, the guests some shady questions. Well, they had this whale asking Heather which of her castmates. Did you say a whale? It was a whale. No, it really was a cartoon of a whale. Oh, okay. um, I don't. I don't know the purpose of the whale. I don't know why they chose a whale to be asking these questions. Um, but they had the whale asking Heather which of her castmates would get would make the least amount of money if they ever sold their home. Heather was so uncomfortable with the question, she didn't want to really answer the question. So Andy quickly said, "Gina." Um, would have the, you know, home will be selling the least of money or make the mm-hmm. least amount of money if she would have sold her home. Um, here's a clip of that audio. Do you think would get the least amount of money if they sold their home? Oh my God! Shady Whale, you are something. Wow, Shady Whale, that's a lot of blubber. Uh, I, well, I haven't been to everyone's homes, but... I'm not doing that. That's so mean. Okay. Um, right. I mean, I think it's probably Gina. <laughs> I'm glad you said it. Well, I How think she has know? a casita. So fans thought it was a safe for Andy to chime in because not just because he's a man, but because he's her boss. And it's really just yeah. like, you know, first of all, and th- this is another reason why. Um, Andy's receiving backlash because fans because of Bethany Franco fans are noticing that the producers are setting each housewife or each guest up to go against each other so these questions are designed to be shady to create some type of feud or to create some type of spark between two people so right. let's just say Heather were to answer this question and she was to say someone else of course that person would be offended like why would you think that my I mean, home would make the least amount of money you know it, it's really designed to be very very um this caddy, it, it just makes no sense of why these producers are always setting um, these women up against each other. And I first, I firsthand know this to be true because I have actually called in Watch Happens Live a couple times, and every time mm-hmm. I call in, they give me questions to ask these people. And oh, really? one, oh yeah, you didn't know that? I, I always thought that it was like freelance. Like if I get picked, the, no, oh, I can just nope. Mm, it's No, these producers give you I'm a not script. So. The last time that I was on the show, well, no, I was on the show um, a time before last, but the time I'm thinking of, um, Kenya Moore um, was on the show and the producers wanted me to, boy, what is that? <laughs> Meet yourself. <laughs> oh, so bad. <laughs> um, the time I'm thinking of, JT is over there doing something. Um, the time I'm thinking of that, um, I, Kenya Moore was on the show and the producers wanted me to ask Kenya Moore, um, how would it feel if, let me just backtrack. Remember when Kenya Moore brought the cookie lady to meet Tanya season 12? I well, was pissed. I ain't the, like that. The producers wanted me to ask Kenya, how would it feel if Tanya would have brought the woman who was claiming to hey, girl, have a Tanya? baby? 
Oh, is it Tanya? I forget. It happened so many years ago. Tanya, Tanya, she's irrelevant at this point. They wanted me to ask her, how would it make her feel if Tanya brought in the woman who was allegedly pregnant by Mark to confront her? And you can tell Kenya was so, like, when I said that to her, Kenya was very, very uh, um, shocked. She didn't know what to think. You could tell she wasn't expecting that. She probably never even heard that rumor. But I remember um, it was either Matt or another guy I was dating. Even when I said the question, they were just like, Marcus, like, whoa, that's like, I'm like, it wasn't me. The producers wanted me to say it, but that's, I'm just saying this is, I know this to be true <laughs> because the producers just want a shock. They want the audience, they want this like controversy. And it's just so messed up. You invite these people on your show. You want to make, you want these guests to feel welcome, but then you're, you're setting them up to either be in a feud or you're setting them up to be humiliated in front of millions of people. It's just not cool. like, as a, in the recent uh um, Bravo's been getting like really nasty, like it, really nasty, extremely. And I, I, I don't understand why. Um, Gina responded to Andy's shady comment, and here's the here's the audio for that. Okay, Andy, here's what I have to say about that. There are six cast members in this franchise, and four of them are homeowners, not six. I am one of them. In addition, I am the only cast member to own my home by myself without a husband, and I am 10 to 20 years younger than all my other castmates. So maybe we don't paint this picture like I'm dragging behind the herd because I'm not. That was unkind, Mr. Cohen. Mm. Um. Gina is always um, pointed out or made out to be the poorest one of the group. Um, they mm-hmm. had when she bought her home, as she said in the video, she is she owns her home. Um, when she bought her home a couple of years ago, they were trying to say that it's small and she has too many kids to be sharing. I think I don't think it had like a lot of bedrooms. I think the kids had to like share bedrooms, and a lot of the women were judging her because of that. Like, oh, she's it, it's comfortable for her. Like they're making like little shady comments, and G- Gina was offended because it's hard to actually own a home in Orange County and especially in the area that she lives in. Um, And a lot of the other women don't own their home, as she stated. A lot of them rent their homes. Um, So she's proud of her home. And for someone to even, like, even for someone like Andy or anyone to even try to put someone down because of their home, it's so messed up. And I'm very protective of my home. I remember when my, um, I had a good friend, I'll say his name rhymes with Reichel. And um, I remember he was shading me on my apartment. And I was just like, you don't know the sacrifice and you don't know what I had to go through to get my apartment and get my furniture. And who are you just to make any comment when you never even had your own apartment? You lived with your dad. He, I remember him saying, um, he came to visit me and he was like, "Mm," he kept telling people, I live in a cul-de-sac. You don't. Bitch, you live with your father at 28 years old. Okay. There's no comparison right here. this This is me. This is all me. All right. You have no. So it makes me upset when people take down or try to take down or try to ridicule someone's home or anything that they work up to their car, their home, anything. If someone is working hard and and they're proud of what they have, let them be proud. Don't try to put them down. I hate people like that. So Andy or whoever the producers. Oh, my God, JT, what are you doing? (laughs) Not literally. I'm just standing here. Literally. It sounds like you are doing construction. (laughs) I'm not. I promise you, I'm literally just standing here. I'm leaving this all in so you can hear it. Oh my God. Um, I am just, um, I don't like when people try to put people down for something that they work hard for. Not Especially cool. like for their home and shit. Like, that, like that's so stupid to me. And that's Very stupid. And of course, Bethany Frankel, who is so anti Andy Cohen right now, of course, she made a comment, and I agree with her. It's not cool. You need to grow up um, and stop trying to paint these women to fight with each other. And and that's she's the not point. on the show anymore, right? And not on the show anymore, please. She's not even probably not even allowed to come back on the network anymore. She is like she's blocked like Nene Leak. She is so anti reality TV and so anti Andy and Bravo at this point. And it's just I think that's the reason why um I am before I wanted to be on reality TV years ago. Mm-mm. But they put people against each other instead of bringing people together. Like they want you to fight with your co-stars. They don't want, like they want you to develop friendships and want you to fall out for the point of entertainment purposes. And it, it, it's, it's really not cool anymore. So yeah, for watch what happens, for that. so for watch what happens live to keep 
asking their guests 80 questions, you're, you're just really furthering um, the reason why I don't want to do reality TV anymore. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Not cool. And speaking about not cool, Drew Barrymore, we're going to talk about you. Like I told you last week, I love her. Um, she's always been one of my favorite actresses. My favorite movie is obviously with her is Charlie's Angels, Full Throttle, well, both of them, and Riding in Cars with Boys. And no, wait, I was thinking Girl Interruption. She's not in, in Girl Interruption. Um, no, but I love Riding in Cars with Boys. I just love Drew Barrymore. Have you ever seen, um, you seen, um, what's my movie? Uh, Never Been Kissed. Yes, I forgot about that movie. Oh my gosh. I love that movie. Where she was the journalist and she acted like she was a high school. I'm um, not Josie Grossy anymore. (laughs) What was the point of that? I forgot the concept. Why was she doing a report about that? So she was obviously like in her late 20s and she was, um, and she wanted to be like a a, a big journalist in her her company. But um, they felt like she wasn't good enough to go undercover because they wanted to uncover like what high school life was like and everything like that. So she was, she, yeah, she proven that she could do it and she gets there, falls in love with the teacher, but obviously the teacher is not, is unaware. So you can't fall in love with your student because then you're a molester and a pedo. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And that was so Luke she is, Perry or Luke? Fuck, what's his name? can't remember his name. I cannot remember his name. Luke something, but go ahead. Sorry. But yeah, like, so come to find out, ends up, she ends up writing an article where she, I think it was at their prom is where she revealed that, you know. I'm an adult and all this kind of yes. stuff like that. She wrote the article and come to find out the guy kind of felt like he was played. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, like they kind of played him a little bit. I'm sorry that, that Drew Barrymore's character played him, but they ended up or falling in love. Him. Yeah, yeah. The, the song was I'm a just lie. Like, relax, relax. He's not that deep. That the girl point was is, undercover. it was a good movie, and I forgot all about that movie. In fact, I might watch it tonight. I haven't seen that movie in years, but I love Drew I think Barrymore. It was on I love Blue, her. I think, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna put that in my. Play. But I love Drew Barrymore. But her, her, you we all know that she has a talk show, fourth season, um, which I can't believe it's been four years. I feel like that show just I came was out just last about year. Four fucking years. I'm like, where did the time go? But now um, I think about it. I did find out that she had it during COVID because you know her first episode, she had all three Charlie's Angels on there. It was all three oh, of them. Oh, right. Mm-hmm. That's how I that found wasn't out about four it. years ago. Maybe she just uh, well, it says four seasons, so that wasn't four years ago. Because you know, like, COVID was three shows, years ago. Yeah, I was about to say, you know, with talk shows, though, their first their first season is always like a handful of episodes, and then they'll come back later on in that year and do another full That's full a good point. So, yeah. yeah, that's probably how it was. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, her writers are refusing refusing to return to work, um, and it's making a big splash on um, news stations. Um, this comes from Drew trying to start season four of her talk show before the writer strike was over. She's trying to have the show come back a month ago in mid September, and um, obviously with the writer strikes, I don't think any show was on. Right, everything, every, all, all shows, so all talk shows until, were delayed. I didn't know this until you actually said something. Like I did not realize that last because week we know, talk about it. Yeah, yeah last like, week we so, talked about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. like so. With my ignorance is that. When I thought about like the writers, I'm thinking of obviously you know scripted scripted shows, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I was just okay. Reality TV, good, and then also talk shows are good. But someone is writing that in teleprompter, yep. that script. Yes, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying. So exactly. I didn't even realize that until you said something last week. And I think that's what Drew Barrymore thought as well. She thought that she was in a clear and she said that that her coming back, her show coming back, it was her decisions, not the producers and not the networks. It was her decision to want her talk show to come back during mm-hmm. the writer's strike. Um, and that, you know, she got a lot of backlash over it. So, of course, she never came. Her talk show never came back. Her talk show is returning um, next on the 16th. And I think that's next week. Um, but that pissed off three of the co-writers. Um, their name is Liz Cole, Christina Keenan and Chelsea White. Um, and they all share the title of co-head writers. Um, The strike is over, but they're refusing to come back. Um, They're upset that Drew, being a WAG member herself, wanted her her show to return. The three women have been writers on the show since season one, and they express their disappointment in their boss, which is Drew Barrymore. Mm -hmm. Um, Because of their backlash, Drew's shows didn't return last month, um, but the relationship between Drew and the writers is now broken. Um, it, people are like unclear if the absence of the three writers will affect her show when it returns on the 16th, but production is hurrying to hire new writers by next week. I, I, I don't know if I feel bad for Drew. 
I don't know if I'm on her side or against her. I, I, I understand probably her point. She probably thought that because this wasn't a scripted TV show, as you mentioned, or a movie, she probably thought that her TV show would be fine to come back. But like you said, there are people who are writing the teleprompters um, and her being part of the, uh, being a WAG member, um, she thought in her mind, because this is her words verbatimly, that if she wasn't promoting any movie or television show, she was fine with having her show continue. Because, you know, when you're a WAG member and you're on strike, you're not allowed to promote anything. You know, you're not allowed to right. work on, you're not allowed to do a movie and you're not allowed to promote any movie or TV show. So in her mind, right. she thought that she was fine. She wasn't breaking any of the union's guidelines or rules. Um, but the writers are really pissed that she was trying to come back a month later. Would you be upset like them or would you return to work? If she is how we see her and stuff, I would have returned when it was time. I, that's what I was thinking, too. Like, it must return. be something behind the scenes that they already weren't feeling about her. Like, something's yeah. off. Because she seems like a very nice one. Like, I told you this last week. She seems, mm-hmm. her talk show's boring, but she seems like a very, very genuine, nice person. And it, it does look like they probably all do get along. Something's off. Yeah. There's more to something to that story. Because why would they yeah. just be, like, so angry that I she mean, wanted to let, come back to work? I, Unless they're just very invested, which is, I mean, they should be. Unless the they're just super in the strike, mm-hmm. then I can see their side too. I'm not saying they're wrong or anything like that, but I will say, I think I will return solely because, like, you know, she probably just didn't mean any harm. You know, I don't think Drew Barrymore is that type of person. Like, she always, she's always been very transparent. She's always been very right. Like, even when she was having that conversation with Neil Long about, you know, why they said they didn't want Charlie's a black angels. angel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, so, like, it, it, you know, she, I, I don't know. Like, I see Drew Barrymore different. So, I, I, I'm on, I'm, yeah, I support Drew. Like Unless the, their job was at stake. Maybe they felt like the three women too. were, like, like. Like they were being threatened, like they don't want to return to work because they want to be part of the strike. And now, if you don't return to work, we're going to fire you. So fire you. So maybe right. their job was at risk with them not returning to work a month ago, and that's the reason why they are still refusing to go to work, even though the strike is over with. They have met their agreement. Everybody is. Jimmy Fallon just came back. I mean, Jim, Jimmy Kimmel just came back this week, um, and I think Jennifer Hudson came back this week as well. Um, so the strike is over, but maybe something happened um, behind the scenes that we're not aware of. Cause I'm just not, not understanding right. why they're refusing to go back to work. Um, but she is definitely under fire. Drew Barrymore. She's definitely under fire. Um, and I don't like to see my girl sweat. I don't like to me, see her me, me either. Mm-hmm. being in any controversial um, uh, headline. Cause she's not, she's not, she's not like that. She, you know, she's, she's you not hear anything. You don't hear nothing bad about her ever. I, I don't think I've ever heard anything bad about her. She made one mistake and they're holding her against fire. And I don't like that. Leave my girl alone before she charade. She is an angel. So she will fight your ass. She will beat your ass. <laughs> and I'm a person. I feel like, I feel like they, they should have had one more movie. That's they should have. I don't understand why like they have not they made so a third movie. And they you know, were. usually, you you know, it's 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 it's. I'm sorry, it's like facts that whenever you have an action-packed movie and it's an all-female-led cast, he usually does very poor at the box office. But with them, they was like making their budget like three times over. So therefore, like, why didn't y'all just make it a trilogy? I mean, because the first one was good, the second one was like top tier. They did give a reason why I can't remember what was the reason. I think that maybe they were all were busy. And then by the time they were uh, free to do like all three of them had the same schedule to do the movie. I think that they said that they didn't feel like fans were still interested because it was like years later when they were finally able to, you know, um, do the film. Um, But yeah, I would have loved to see the third film but you know it's not too late drew and cameron and lucy lou dun, it's da, not, da, da, they all dun. still look good too they all still look phenomenal especially the, that lucy lou yeah and then they can like the plot can be that they're about to retire from being angels and you know and like literally they can have like one good fight left in them and boom do you think one of them should like maybe um because remember in the last film one of them was leaving was one of them leaving and they were finding the replacement Right, yeah, Cameron Diaz's no, character no, was leaving. No, no, they thought she was leaving because uh, they thought her boyfriend was trying. But it, it, overall, it was actually him just wanting to get like a puppy. At the end of the day, but they yes, thought that she was yes. going to be moving on and stuff. Oh, yeah. you know what I'm thinking of? Okay, so Drew Barrymore did. Uh, she produced 
Charlie's Angels, the series. It was a series about maybe like 10 years ago. In the first episode, an angel got murdered. And then the two other two angels were recruiting another angel. And I like Mm. that concept. I'm sorry, I was getting my um, things confused. That's what I was thinking of. Maybe that's what they should do. Maybe, well, then we will be angry if one of them does get murdered or killed. We want all three of them. So I guess that concept won't be wise. Oh, well. Oh, no, I'm losing it again. That was a remake. The remake movie. (laughs) I'm all over the place today. The remake movie. Yes, that's what happened. I would not say that. It was terrible. It was corny. It was cheesy. It was, what? No, it was not. It was I terrible. I mean, like, granted, I don't have to go see it ever again or watch it again. But like, Mm-mm. I enjoyed it. Wasn't it wasn't good. Was. I think I what do. it was, it was, it was just too. And even though the two first movies were corny too, it was like corny funny. This one wasn't really. It wasn't funny. That was. A, it was no comedy. It was like just. It was supposed to be like a straight action-packed drama, but it was corny. Where the first two was like corny, like funny. Besides, there was no yeah, humor feel, in this one. Yeah, I think that besides Kristen, because Kristen Stewart did that. I'm sorry, she was literally like the Drew Barrymore of that one. Like she was the tough, the tough chick. She'll kick your ass and all that. The other but that's two the thing too. They were too, it. they were too skinny for me. And I'm like, they didn't. They look like they will lose. Like they're they're fighting these macho men's. And I'm just they like, were skinny on, on the first one. I don't know. Something was different. I don't know. I wasn't feeling Honestly, it. I, no, I, wasn't I think, I think it. the main thing is we were so accustomed. When you hear Charlie's Angels, you don't even think about the original series. You think about Drew, Cameron, mm-hmm. and Lucy. So the and, you know Bernie Mac passed. So you know he made a big impact on a full throttle. So. I mean, yeah, like, I'm not saying the movie was iconic or nothing, but, like, I enjoyed it when I watched it. Like I said, I don't have to watch it again. But mm. So, have you been to Sykes Park lately? Don't play with me. <laughs> don't fucking play with me, bro. Don't fucking play with me. It was a question. It's a yes or no question. No, bitch, because I know where you're oh, trying okay. to go with this. I'm not going nowhere. I'm just asking a question. I don't know. Why, why, why would you ask me that, then? Why? So, you know, JT lives in Atlanta, Georgia, the city, and two, uh, um, two, uh, (laughs) over 20 men have been arrested for masturbating in the park together. This is crazy to me because it's like, what are people thinking having sex in the public? Like, I mean, like not just two people, not three people, not just four people. We're talking about 20 people at the fucking same time being arrested for masturbating or having sexual encounters in a public park. Um, when I, I told you, I, I, I sent you, I told you about it. I was like, yo, this is insane. And the crazy part is it's, it, it's, I know the person who hosts it cause there's stuff, you know, Twitter always just pops up in your timeline and I see it. So the host is always hosting these sexual gatherings in the park in Atlanta, Georgia, and um, the cops are now, you know, I guess people have, they, the news station said that um, people are calling the cops like 24 hours because they're so tired of walking their dogs or, you know, being with their children, walking the park and seeing men having sex with each other in the park. This is sick. Like That's if, if, if it to me. That is what, whatever happened to having sex inside? Like, are, is, do people not do that no more? Is it only, only in, the pub, I, I, it's only just, in public I'm, areas? I'm, all, I'm, I'm just confused as to like, what's the thrill of it being outside? I'm confused. It's too cold, and I'm, I would be scared an ant or a spider might, like, you know, bite my junk. I don't Something care about junk. It's just that, like, still, like, n- now you're ready. And I'm pretty sure most people like that, I already know they have a good job, some of them. I bet they have a good job. But now you're probably going to get fired because now you're gonna, you have to be registered as a sex offender. I would like, not even think a sex offender. I would think as a child molester because if the, if children are around you and you have your, and you are doing sexual activities, you're going to be marked as a sexual predator. I mean, yeah, as a um, child, yeah. not, I'm saying not um, a child molester, because it, it was a movie where a person peed like um, at a child's park, and they were marked as a child molester for urinating um, at a child's park. So if I can only, it's just like it's over twenty men, That's over twenty stupid. men. That's stupid. For anyone who is enjoying having sex outside, let this be your warning, <laughs> not to do it, not to do it, and, and not I'm, only outside, but like. There's been times that I'm pretty sure, because again, I do live in Atlanta. Like if I if I'm in the mall or somewhere, I go use the bathroom. You can That's tell yep, when doing other it. people yep. are in mm-hmm. there and have other mm-hmm. motives. I'm just like, bro, don't play with me like that, because I'll beat your ass. 
And the right. person hosting this, hosting this outside activity ha- is known to do it inside the stalls, inside mall bathrooms, movie bathrooms. They're known to host these large gatherings in public areas. That's, it's a sick. It's so, and it's, it's a sick that people are so interested in That's doing exactly it. Therapy has to come into effect, come into effect because. Fuck therapy, like, going to church, go to church. That's not going to fix everything. I wish people just would get No, if you talk else. to God, uh, no, fix it. No, I'm saying like, yeah, you got to talk to God, but you also have to do the work as well, too. But like, I don't think it's something sick where a therapist needs to be involved because that's just saying that it's something mental. No, I don't think it's something it's, mental. I think it's just weird mental. for like, you to you want just, to do. Like, no, that that's a mental thing. Like, why could you just masturbate, have sex at home? Like, you're that hung up over sex to like possibly get registered as a sex offender to be doing sexual acts in public. Ruin your entire life. Ruin your whole life just to ejaculate. That's insane to me. That is a mental you're, problem. They're now considered a red dot <laughs> on them. You know, when you, you can you, you can download an app to say, you know, to see um, where the sex <clears throat> offenders are on a map. So now they're considered a red dot now. And it's public knowledge, how, too. How, if anyone... I was about to say, how do, they, how do they know, though? Like, like if I get it's on register. Phone. You have to register where you live. So you can see how many sexual um, predators are in your neighborhood because they have to... It's against the law for them not to register their address. So there's an app that is funded by the government that lets families or anyone who's curious to know if there's a sexual, um, um, if there's a predator in your neighborhood. You can see how many people, I mean, you'd be surprised how many people probably live next door to you. I I would say about 10 or 15. I'm sure. It's it's, the number is out there. They're high Um, because people are perverts. They're weird. Because they want to have yeah, sex my, in the park. I was about to say, I know my Ugh. my um my apartment complex. I remember when I first signed like my lease and everything. That was part of my thing. Like you cannot be a sex offender, and you live no. Right you Especially if you're also um a child molester. I don't think I'm seeing, using the right terminology for child molester. Like when you register, I know for sex offender. A what sex is it? It'll be what is it when you? But for children, it's a different name. I think it's child molester, right? I mean, that's when you sexually, like, assault a child, though. No. Even if you are having sex in front of, like, a school, you are going to be considered a child molester. Even if you never even molest a child before. That's what I'm telling you. When that man in that movie peed, <laughs> urinated on a tree in a, in a, on a child's park, in a child's park, they made him into a, ch- a child molester. Because you are exposing, you're around children when you're doing these sexual acts. Um, what was I going with that point? I can't, oh, so these child molesters can't even live in a certain area in the, like around schools, like elementary and, you know, high schools and stuff like that, because they're a child molester. It's scary that these people just want to throw away their lives. Yeah. See, you're not, you're not listed as a child molester. You're listed just as a sex offender. It's uh, for Google. No, I don't uh, No, It's, it's, that's not right. No, it's something with the children. If you do it on the premises of a school or a child's park, you are listed as a child Urinating molester. Urinating in public at no. least 13 states requires sex offender registration for public urination according to human rights. Put on a child's pl- playground. Put on a child's playground. Because it is a child mol- It's It's different rules. Urinating on a child's I think it was in Horrible Bosses. That's the movie I'm thinking of. That he was marked as a child molester because he peed on it's a, a sex offender. Really? Yeah. You peed and the movie lied to me. The yeah. movie lied. A comedy movie. Lied I mean, I thought there was some truth to it. It made sense. No, he me, peed. I'm a person I believe and trust but verify. Anytime I watch stuff and I hear, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm curious. I get to researching because I, I hate. I'm going to research that because I felt like I did research it and was some truth to it. I swear I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. No, because a child, like, yeah, like I get what you're saying. Like I can, I, I would agree. But I think it's a different it. word. I'm. I, it's not child molesting. Is, is a child sexual predator? Is that a thing or no? Um, no. I mean, it's a thing, but I don't think it's that. I'm like, I strongly feel like it's just like. Well, I'm sorry. It is what I thought it was. Like all that would go under. Sexual sex predator. Offender. Yeah, sex sex offender. offender. Yeah. Okay. 
Interesting. By the way, yeah. though, stop doing that shit in public. Like that. that is I know. Disgusting. No one wants to see that. And these things, and like they're not even like they're not even doing it in the woods. They're doing it on like the benches, the benches, the the the, the, the tables. Like, like, what the fuck? These people are crazy. They're crazy. It's so, so crazy. Good. All right, I want to talk about one last subject. Um, this is something I wish we. I guess we should have talked about in the beginning. I was telling you about um a Las Vegas woman who accidentally was given abortion pills by CVS pharmacy. I was telling you about it, and you were like blown away. Um, a Las Vegas woman was undergoing IVF treatment and had her pregnancy ended when she was accidentally given abortion pills. Um, this happened in 2019. Um, her name is Tamika Thomas. So Tamika had like um her. Philippian toy, Philippian? <laughs> Philippian? <laughs> no. <laughs> Philippian. Her fallopian t- tubes. Did I say oh. that right? Fallopian? Yeah. Her fallopian tubes were moved um, after experiencing um, two eptomic pregnancies. This is when a fertilized egg is implanted outside of the womb. So, um, and then usually it's supposed to be in the tubes, but it was it's planted outside the tube. So she had to get her fallopian t- tubes removed. Um, so she decided to go undergo ID, IVF and was prescribed medication. When she began taking the medication, she started to... Um, began to cramp and she went to the hospital and she was told that she miscarried due to a certain medication. Well, it turns out CVS pharmacy gave her the wrong medication by accident. They couldn't read the doctor's handwriting on the script. So they assumed that it was a particular medication that it wasn't. And that in the medication that they assumed that he was writing was to abort a pregnancy. Um, I know. So instead of calling the doctor, they assumed what he meant on the script. You know how you doctors write scripts? You do shit like that. Like, you, exactly. What? Exactly. Um, not only did they assume something dangerous like that, they didn't follow the protocol when handing out the medication. So when they hand out, when, when you hand out this abortion medication, you're supposed to counsel the patient of what could happen. I mean, what will happen when you take the pill, which they did not do. So if they did follow the protocol and tell her, this is what will happen when you take the pill, she would have been like, wait a minute, why? Why would my, why would I, right. you know, experience like cramps? There. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even though this happened in 2019, this is coming into the news um, currently because a month ago, um, they finally um, fined the pharmacist $10,000 and placed them on probation for a year. Um, I, I just feel bad for this woman that she had to go through that. And that, I mean, obviously mistakes happen. And, you know, and that's what I like about her is that she actually, she's not suing the pharmacist. She's not suing CVS. She's not placing um, any lawsuit against the pharmacist, the pharmacist um, personally, but because she's saying that, yes, I know mistakes happen, but she wants other pharmacy techs um, to not make the same mistakes that they made. Understandable. Which says a lot about her character. She does have five kids already, so she doesn't. She does not not have kids. She has five kids already, but her and her husband want to have one more before they reach a particular age where she may not be able to have kids. Um, I just feel bad for her that she had to go through something like that, and I don't understand why the pharmacist would even assume something like that instead of calling the doctor. If I can't read something, I'm not going to assume that this is what he's is writing or trying to spell. Call you know the what, doctor's you know office the to is. confirm that this is the medication that this patient is supposed to have. It's a scary situation, and yeah, it can happen to anybody. Because when you assume, you make an ass out of you, and yeah. now we're here. It's like I'm confused. And during That's the trial, so the trial is actually, um, if you are interested in seeing um, the video of the trial, it's out there on YouTube. You can see the the two pharmacies, um, the pharmacist techs, they were really emotional about it. You could tell that they were really sincere and they're apologetic. Um, I, I can tell that they feel horrible about this. Um, but at the same time, you should have called instead of assuming. Do better. Like, do, do better. Do better. Do better. I'm just surprised that they're placed on probation for a year rather than having their license suspended. Because um, I thought that they would have their license taken away from them for the rest of their life. I mean, I guess my question is, do you think they should? Um, mm, yes. I, I, just, I'm glad you said so, because I agree. <laughs> just because of the them assuming something and then even yeah. when you assumed like i said they're supposed to, it was they're supposed to follow protocol when handing out that medication and they didn't do neither and I, I just don't understand how you could be so careless when giving um 
something strong like that when it's ending someone's life. And on top of that, the medication is not really legal in Nevada. Because, you know, a lot of states aren't really pro-abortion. Right. And Nevada is on that list of not being pro-abortion. So if you you knew that, why would you still think that the doctor is prescribing this medication? Maybe they didn't know it because a lot of people aren't really into um, what states are pro-abortions and what states aren't. So maybe they didn't know that part. But you're supposed to counsel the patient on what will happen to them when they take the medication. And they didn't. I, I, I felt bad for her. Um, I really do. And it's really, like I said, it, it says a lot about her character for not suing them personally or suing CVS because she probably would, could have got at least $5 million or maybe more from the organization. Um, and it's too late for her to do it. So in the state of Nevada, the um, statute of limitation is three years. Um, so obviously we are in year four. It's been four or five years. So it's too late for her Ooh. to even place a lawsuit against CVS. That's um, but. Incredible. But Tamika, I, my prayers are um, deeply, yeah, to you and your family. Yeah, and she says she's still suffering from this, even though it happened in 2019. She was in, she's in therapy, and she says even like it is so much where um, the amount of therapy sessions isn't enough for her to get over what happened to her. Right. Oh, Woo. yeah, we should talk about that early instead of end of the I know. No, because. Ugh. I can't I know. Even imagine. As Remember, I told you, like, we have to. Kid, yeah, I just. Mm. And yeah. it's crazy. I mean, like I said, she was on IVF and she was um, under, she was taking medication for the IVF and the medication is supposed to, I guess, um, support the IVF and just make sure that her aches or whatever stays in place. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, IVF isn't easy or cheap at all. You know, that's money. That, it's it m- money, money. money. It's yeah. money. Um, so. Yeah, I can just only imagine the anger that her and her husband um, have yeah. right now. Mm. I feel like this episode was really dry. Was this dry? Not to me. No. Good. All right. I'm. You know, my mind is still think, on what I, think, I was. I think. Yeah, and I also too. I think it's because yeah. like we we talked about like some heavy stuff too. So yeah, that's a good point. It wasn't like light. So, yeah. Yeah. And I feel but, like my mind, my mind is still on what I was going through I earlier. I know. So, I, know. I, I don't okay. think I made not one joke today. I'll get better. It's okay. I'll get, I'll, I'll get better. But I, I'm going to, tomorrow for your birthday, I'm going to be, um, can I call you tomorrow? No. No, oh, some people want to be left to, oh, bitch, I'm calling you. I don't give a fuck what exactly. you say. Like, that's I'm like, well, why would you even ask? Well, I was trying to be nice and polite. You know, no, even only, if, only people from my job can I call me tomorrow. Not only people from your job. <laughs> oh yeah, I literally before I left work yesterday, I literally made them a group chat on one of my other coworkers' phone. And I said, "This is you guys' group chat. You guys talking here, so I don't get any notifications. Like I don't want to. No, I got pretty much all of them blocked anyway. So I got a reminder <laughs> my phone to unblock them Sunday evening. Why? So they won't contact me. No, why fit. unblock them? Why unblock them? Oh, well, that's true too. Keep them blocked. They're blocked for a reason. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know how many people oh. I have blocked? I have over 40 people blocked. All right. And I won't I forget. I do too. I won't forget. Let me just say that they're blocked for life. For life. Oh. And if you're listening to this podcast, anyone blocked, you will not be unblocked ever. Ever, 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 ever. We hear you, Hoodie. <laughs> we have to start up uploading our the video. We have to start trying to formulate how we're we going to go about this. Start, we could probably do that starting in like maybe November. Oh, no, I can't do it that soon. December or January. No, it'll be a little fresh little film. Mm. Mm. Next season. Next yeah. season. Okay. <laughs> All right, close us out, birthday boy. Get us out All of right. here. All right, good people. Thank you guys so much for listening to our podcast. Our podcast comes out every Tuesday. Make sure you... Wednesday. Oh, my God, oh, boy. Okay. No, I just... I don't know. I'm so used to recording on Tuesday. Birthday Come behavior. I, I, I know. Let me start that back over. All right. All right, guys. So thank you for listening to our podcast. Our podcast comes out every Wednesday. Make sure you hit that follow button so that you never miss an episode. This has been the comment section with JT. And the mister. I hate that. Oh, he is so annoying. Mr. Marcus White. So until next week, we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye, hoes. Bye. <laughs>